Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Coming to you live from the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. It's Rob Has a Podcast. Here's the guy who's been waiting like a shark. I'm like Jaws. I'm Rob Sesternino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rob Has a Podcast Live here in Washington, D.C. We have a capacity crowd here today. We just watched the Survivor episode. Uh, was that a great episode to talk about or what? Now... Normally, when we come out to do the live show, I get to do the know-it-alls with Stephen Fishback, and Stephen uh, is not able to be here with us tonight, but we have actually improved on the thesis of the know-it-alls, the people that know everything about how to win the game, but haven't won really won the game at all, because we have... An honest-to-goodness Survivor winner here with us to co-host here is the winner of Survivor 42, Marion Oketch. Thank you. That's for you. I have one. All right. Okay. How cool is this? No, this this is weird for me. Like. I listen to know-it-alls. I listen to the live know-it-alls. When I was getting ready to go on Survivor, you know, I'm singing it, and now it's like I'm here. Like, I'm so happy Fishback hates me because I didn't watch the last six episodes of Token Jeans. So, you know, I'm coming for you, Fishback. So you might watch out because we need some people who actually know it all. Okay. All right. 
Shots fired. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm I'm gagged. Like poor like poor Janine. This girl didn't even have 24 hours, was just blindsided, and then not even 24 hours later, blindsided again. Like, that's sickening. Like, great game, great play, like amazing as like, but I'm just feeling for Janine. Like, I'm crying for her, like, uh Virginia, what about Dwight? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> At least she's yeah. still in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so rough for Dwight, especially with Janine's idol. Like, that's yes. foul. Yes. Like, she didn't even play for Ellie, and now she can't even play it. Like, ooh. Yeah. Now, of course, as a veteran of the new era, do you know the rule of, like, after the vote, like, okay, we did the all of the, like, chicanery of, okay, we got to make sure James doesn't know who has what could you pass stuff back after the votes have been voted mm-hmm. but not counted could would would Dwight have been able to hand the thing back to Janine in my understanding I don't think so the way that I understand it is from when you get to camp you whatever you can change bring around the rosy like hot potato but as soon as you get to tribal what you have on your pocket is yours and what someone else has is yours right that's why like if you see in past season someone's like i'm gonna let you hold my like my steal a vote it's because they can't ask for it back it's theirs to hold and it's theirs and only they can play it yeah okay so I, I see some hands going. We're going to take some questions later on in the show towards uh, towards the end. We love to get the questions from the audience. So we will, we're going to do that later on. You know, I think that, Marianne, we were so focused on the Baca Civil War last week and Ellie versus Gabler. I think we kind of missed the Vesey Civil War that was about to happen. That was shocking like to me because, you know. As a fan, I'm watching Baca and especially, you know, you get itchy when you don't go to tribal and they just implode. And then I'm like, there's no way Gabler's going to go. Like, it's like everyone's seeing Gabler. Then Gabler somehow is now under the radar. It's like Vessi's imploding on the inside, trying to just vote each other out. Like, like, I guess they wanted to jump ship. I guess it was time for them. I guess so. I would love to just talk this move through from the uh, Cody and Jesse perspective, okay. because to me that uh, just my first reaction to it, and I'm sure like we'll talk it through, is that I feel like that this seems uh, a, a little fast to make mm-hmm. this move, especially mm-hmm. when Coco seems so strong, so yes. united. Why? You, why, why sacrifice your numbers that these are people that are not coming for you? It seems like that there is, a, you know, a, you have this Baca and, and Vessi majority. Mm-hmm. And instead, you, we see uh, that Jesse and Cody say, oh, let's let's do something different where our group is not in the majority. I think the reason why someone would go and flip, especially that stage of the game has a lot to do with the perceived power. Okay. So, you know, they had, Vessi had an alliance. So you had Noel and you had Dwight. So then after maybe Noel and Dwight didn't have as much social capital as the Coco people, we were hearing that everyone's saying that James is a social threat, a strategic threat, which means that maybe James has a lot of connection. So if Coco's going and like whispering to you, hey, come, we have this guy that everybody likes and we have these other people and Cody's maybe like, ah, yeah, I want these new people. They're, they're living, they're trying to live in the game, you know? I love maybe. all these new people no no you, you got to do a little bit of they're living in the game you know they're living in the game it's like i heard i heard that james he won his football match so oh that's the way i'm gonna go and have redemption because i didn't win so maybe that's why they want to jump because you jump and then if you have that strong lunch with more power that's better for you in the beat like in the next few days 
you know, I, I think the thing about this that, it like, you know, I always try to understand it. Like, you, you know, we're watching at home and it looks like numbers. It's like, oh, well, they're with them. Why wouldn't they stick with them? But, you know, something that I hear people talk about with the game is the idea of who can I trust? And this is something that uh, I think came up once upon a time. And I think it was even Shannon who brought this up about David Wright's philosophy on the game of it's the people I trust versus the people I can't trust. Mm -hmm. And if Jesse doesn't feel like I, I can never really trust Noel mm -hmm. and Dwight. Like, is it worth sticking it out with them? Mm -hmm. You see, this is the very interesting part about playing the game where it's like, you might go and not trust someone because of past votes. You feel yeah. as if they have past blood, but you know them. So then you're like, you know, I know the enemy, but when you have that connection with someone, like I know that James was, uh, Jesse was talking to Carla. Maybe you click with someone more at the merge. Maybe you've clicked with someone at like the, mm -hmm. I don't know, what, what would you even call it? Like, it's not a ship wheel island or a summit, a journey. Maybe you sh like, yeah. you pair with someone at a journey. Sacra Island? That's what Mike Bloom Zach says. Zach Braff? Yes. Zach Braff, yes. Like Zach, Zach Braff. Like from Scrubs. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, Mike Bloom. I don't know what you were calling it, but maybe you connect with someone. Like, I know that when I went on my summit, I connected with Drea so quickly and I wanted to work with yeah. Drea. And, you know, you go to the merch and get someone new and shiny. So maybe that might have happened that you, they had those connections and you really trust said connections. Yeah. You know, I feel like that we've seen this a lot, like in the new era where mm -hmm. people people have something that they don't really see eye to eye with a person and then they get to the merge and it's something that they haven't even like had an interaction with in the game mm -hmm. but then they feel like an instant connection to people and are ready to go and we saw this a lot in season 42 yes yes i can tell you like I had, when I got on the island in the merch, I had a great connection with Tori. Wanted to play with Tori. Tori was my best friend on the island. Love Tori so much. And I feel as if she's the one who people really don't see how kind and amazing she is. I know we're not talking about 42, but Tori's amazing. But I want... <laughs> I wanted to work with Tori and I wanted to go and move forward in the game with Tori, right? The difference though is that we had no social capital to make it happen at the time, right? But if you have someone like Jesse who has these new connections, plus he has the social capital to go and make those connections actually happen, maybe you want to go out and work with the people who you like because the people you like and the people you connect with, the people who you feel that you can trust for a longer time. Mm -hmm. I want to also just factor in the new information that we got tonight. Okay, knowledge is power is back. I hope for all of you out there, find someone who loves you as much as Survivor loves knowledge is power. Okay? I'm glad you did, Marianne. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I couldn't believe it only went out of the game two episodes ago. They're like, no, no. You they won't like, let it you, die. Yeah, yeah. They but, really won't. Like, knowledge is it's power. It's like, Carla, like, you thought you could get rid of it? All right, no. it's back. No, when I saw Carla's face when James was like, oh, yeah, I have knowledge is power. And Carla's like, like, I just voted out Gio. Are you kidding me? And you're bringing this back? Like, I really thought the car was going to be like, I'm a, I did this before and I'm going to do this again. Goodbye, James. So yeah. I was okay. shocked that so, they kept it in. All right. So that really kind of changed uh, the equation for a lot of people. Yes. Of, okay. What do we do? And I have to say, I, I thought it was very perceptive of the players that were in the game to be able to, unless there's like, you know, of course, there's a lot we don't see. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like that the players were sort of like, hey, uh, it's the merch. Could be knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. Could be knowledge is power is mm -hmm. back. So let's preemptively work around that. Okay. But 
it is also possible that uh, there might have been uh, some moles in the group uh, yes, where sneaky, there sneaky were some Sammy. some people. Yeah, well, Sammy, uh, it seems like that Jesse also mm -hmm. knew where things were being switched to. Mm -hmm. And do you think that that really helped? Like, uh, let me get on the side that has this uh, advantage, and then also let's take out another one of the advantages of the people that we are screwing over tonight. Yes. The beauty about knowledge is power is that the advantage is called knowledge is power, but also if you have the knowledge of the knowledge is power, then knowledge is power, right? Yeah. So if you know who has the advantages and you know where the advantages are, and you know that the person is willing to work with you, why not keep it for one vote? Why not keep it for two votes, right? If it was then, you know, maybe you know where the advantages are, you know that person, you don't want to trust that person, that's when you vote out the knowledge is power. Yeah. These players, uh, they did not see how your season played out. They mm -hmm. did not see all of 42. Mm -hmm. we, we saw how your tribe, Taka, right? Taka, Taku. Taka, oh, I'm so close. So close. So many tribe names. Wow, we're old so and relevant already, yeah. clearly. <laughs> Sorry about that. But you you four were able to stay tight and, and, and get very far together mm -hmm. that you were the one group that never, never turned on each other. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was so strong. And that's the only thing that I can't get past for, for Jesse and Cody to, to make this mm -hmm. move that Coco just seems like you remember you all said we gotta guys we gotta stop Coco mm -hmm. remember you all were ready to work together and now it's like we got to the merge it's like ah what's Coco yeah I feel as if especially for Vessi compared to Taku is that I feel as if the four in Vessi were an alliance of convenience, right? So it's like you had the alliance structure where you had Cody and Jesse in the center of it. Then you had Dwight and Noel who were kind of hovering around. The difference is for us, for Taku, we had an alliance called the Taku Four started on day two with me, Omar, Jonathan, and Lindsay. So when we went to the merge, we already had that established alliance. And of course, we had that trial of the hourglass that went and scared basically because me, Lindsay, and Jonathan were both in danger. So we had both a trial that was early at the earn the merge stage. So we had that solidifying thing where it's like, okay, we still want to look for each other. We still want to work with each other. When Vessi didn't really have number one, that base alliance, and they didn't have that like moment of crisis. So when that moment of crisis came, mm -hmm. they crumbled rather than staying strong. Wrong. And if you even look at that specifically too with Coco, where Coco lost two tribals in a row, right? And then after they also had another member, another person was just about to be voted out. And then so now when you're going and you're in the merge and you have these people who you're trusting and you've had moments where you get to prove your trust, you might be more willing to move forward as a group. Yeah. You know, I guess, you know, for so long, I think we looked at like uh, what was happening in Survivor, especially like after the merge and sort of like, OK, well, the, like these are the groups that are together. And but, but is it much more like just like a vote to vote now uh, after the merge where it's like if you're Jesse and Cody, it's like, hey, look, uh, like New Orleans White, like we can never real like really trust them. We'll figure the rest out. Uh, we just know that that's a, they're not going to be part of our end game. I think that is kind of the way that the game is moving forward, where you have someone who you trust, and that is the person who you want to go and work with at the end. I know that for me, the person who I trusted wholeheartedly and completely was Omer. So when at that moment that I was safe, <laughs> yeah, 
so when I was safe, I remember even thinking, as long as it's not Omer, it's cool, it's whatever, right? So you had people who you worked with where it's like, okay, like, you know, I really like Tori and I want Tori to move forward, but if it's between Tori and Omer, it's like, I'm gonna choose Omer every time. So that's maybe what then the frame... <laughs> we can talk about Sips later, Omer. So, but basically, that could be what's happening to Cody and Jesse, where they're just like, we are tight too. Our biggest priority is that we want us two to move forward. And then so whatever happens to anyone else, eh. Yeah. Can we take a moment uh, to memorialize, you know, like I, I hate to see breakups, but, you know, uh, remember when um, Jesse and Dwight got married? That they were. Aww. Remember they were in the pineapple zone? <laughs> Remember? And then Jesse got down on one knee and mm. proposed. And then they were they hit a rocky patch. Mm -hmm. uh, Dwight said, Well, Jesse's sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, no. And now they've, you know, it's, it's so sad. Yeah, I think. Gone their separate ways. Yeah, I think it's the renewal of vows. Or vows. I read a statistic that says, like, a Renewal of vows yes. is different, yeah. No, but there's a stat which I don't have the numbers to right now, and I'd love if someone could fact check me. But, like, if you renew your vows, you actually have a higher percentage of divorce within, like, the next five. Oh, it, so. it, that's like the dreaded like vote of confidence. Like if, if, if a couple feels like they have to renew their vows, yes. it usually means, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I read it somewhere. So someone can then go and tell yeah. me if I'm right or wrong. Marion's a seminary student. Okay. Graduate. Yes. I can get my Gra credentials graduate. now. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, that's something to watch out for. Okay. For all you couples out there. Okay. All right. How would you like to hear from uh, some other people that maybe played Survivor with Marianne? Ooh, I'd, I'd like that. Maybe we have some people here that actually know a thing or two about what goes on with uh, knowledge is power when that comes up in the game. Ooh. Let's welcome up. We have, I'm very excited to be joined by Mike Turner is here. Yeah. Welcome up, the great Mike Turner. Mike, how are you? I gotta tell you, I feel like I'm a final tribal. Marion is killing it, and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, and also another man who uh, had to figure out what to do when he found out somebody had the knowledge of power. Please welcome Omer Zahir. <laughs> Omer, how are you? Um, I'm good. <laughs> yes, yeah, give it a second. Um, it a I second. have Mike's idol in my pocket right now, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, first off, uh, so nice to have uh, you all here uh, to talk about what's going on. Uh, Mike, what's new with you? Life is good, man. Survivor's thriving, and I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Omar? Um, I'm done studying every day, all day, every day, and I'm back to just enjoying Survivor as a fan now, so. Okay. Loving that. All right. I know, I heard you got uh, to get out to the DC Zoo today. Oh, yes, What yes. was your review? We were, we were shocked by the tiny nature of those pandas. I've seen much bigger pandas before, but they're small in DC, and I don't know what that says about this town, but. <laughs> look, look, you're a, you're a visitor to our country. You don't need to come here and insult our pandas. <laughs> 
<laughs> in our nation's capital. I mean, the pandas belong to China, Rob. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, we had this episode tonight where the knowledge is power came up, and of course, famously, uh, you two were involved with uh, making with making sure <laughs> that uh, knowledge is power can never be successful ever on Survivor. And uh, we saw the players uh, like doing similar things to the kind of things that you guys were talking about. What was your reaction to having uh, knowledge is power come back? To come back, I thought, I, listen, I love the knowledge is power. It worked well for me. However, when I did first hear about it, Omar had told me, and I'm like, what the hell is that? We never, because we didn't see 41, so we had no idea what it was. So when Omar came up to me, I said, he's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say that? I was, yeah, but it was real. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying Omar's full of crap. Um, however, I had to take a chance, and we know Omar doesn't lie, so I had to Never. <laughs> And, and, you know, thankfully, Omo was right, and I was saved at that tribal, and the rest is history. But I got to tell you right now, when we got back to camp, I went right up to Omo and said, hand it over right now. <laughs> Give it to <laughs> me right now. I said, no. He goes, I can't find it. I go, not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? For you, for you two, like, it was such a leap of faith for you, Mike, because, that okay, season 43 players are like, oh, no, no, I'll just power. We know what to do here. Uh, but, you, like, you think, like, he's making this up. Like, this is like some uh, Eric Reichenbach uh, stuff that's going on. It was. And I remember when it happened, I'm saying, man, like, this is the why in the road. You, if I go this way and I'm right, I'm going to look like a, you know, a great player. But if you're wrong and he has my idol and I go home because I gave it to him, I look like an idiot. <laughs> and that's what I was nervous about. Wanna but I trusted Omar at the time. Want to be my puppet, boo? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So let me ask uh, your opinion, Omer, that did you like this move for uh, Cody and Jesse to uh, flip and go with Coco? Um, I think... I think, well, I think we're missing a lot because it seems to just come out of nowhere. Yeah. But everybody knew that I bled Taku orange. So I felt like I thought still I thought, repping the orange, still repping orange. And my emus are looking you in your eyes. Um, th so I thought that Vessi actually was going to stick together because they, they kind of had a blind side early on, but then they were winning all the challenges. I thought they would be bonded. So to have them kind of fracture right in half and go separate ways so early when there's two other tribes potentially working together was a bit surprising to me but if Jesse's got a really strong relationship with Carla that we're not maybe seeing the full extent of maybe he has a backup yeah. plan can I say I, that I was a little frustrated uh, with that in the episode because that I really felt like you know when Survivor is at its best in storytelling they show and don't tell and it seemed like out of nowhere Jesse says in the episode Oh, by the way, I'm, I have a very close relationship with Carla, and it's better than the relationships with the people mm -hmm. in my tribe. Like, well, where, where was this? When did this happen? Uh, and so it was a little bit just like kind of like a, a, a blindside to us. Now, again, things are moving very fast. Uh, is it, you know, there are a lot of things that Carla and Jesse that they uh, feel a connection. But it was surprising mm -hmm. that, that that relationship uh, seemingly blossomed uh, when the cameras weren't around. Mm hmm. Like, I was very surprised, too. It gave me very reminiscent of season 41 where Erica's like, yeah, Heather and I are so close. And we're like, you're who now? What? <laughs> but I feel as if it's very hard because, you know, we're, see we're we're getting the information, but we're being told the information. But as viewers, we want to see that bond. And that bond can just be like saying, seeing them say, oh, yeah, good morning. That bond can be like 
as you could see when in the earlier in the episode when you're seeing them talking in the sunrise, you could see what it was Owen and Dwight talking together. That could be a quick check-in with those two. There's so many quick ways where you can show someone a bond so we as viewers don't feel blindsided when we just hear about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mike, did you have a thought on this move? No, I, I get it though. When Mar uh, Marianne was talking before, sometimes you may go in with your tribe. Like I went in with Vadi, but the truth is even though I knew Vadi, I wasn't totally trusting Vadi. So you make new bonds in the merge and right away you connect with people and say, you know what, maybe it's better to go with people that maybe I don't know as well, but maybe I trust a little more than to go with people that I do know, but I don't think they're going to stick with me to the end anyway. You know, also this like merge that we've had where the tribes have come together, you know, it is the earliest we've ever brought the tribes together in the history of the show. I think that was it on day 13. I think that that merge episode, I think that took place all on day 13. And it seemed like that this episode took place all in day 14, uh, that I th I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that this was just another like 24 hour period. So these players are having to play so fast mm -hmm. right now uh, of the coming together and having these two votes in like a very short amount of time. Like uh, it, it really is wild. Like it must be very disorienting for the players to, and I guess that that's what the, the show is hoping to see is just have the game be so fast that people really don't ever like stop and slow down and say, wait, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I think that's very true. I think the game moves extremely fast. You don't realize how quick. I mean, even with the knowledge is power, when Omar came up to me with it, we had maybe 30 minutes before Tribal, and there was so much going on with Lindsay, with Drea. You either make the decision, and you're right, or you don't make the decision, you get your neck chopped off. So it's the game moves extremely fast. You don't have time. You have to make a decision on the spot, whether you're right or wrong. The monster is definitely in the room. Oh, don't bring the monster back. The, the monster was messing with the tech before, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this was also very interesting in terms of like who voted for whom. Okay, so it seemed like that the plan was going to be, all right, Coco, I'm sorry, Vessi uh, and Baca were going mm -hmm. to split their votes. They were going to put uh, votes on James and votes on Ryan. Uh, it turned out there were actually seven votes that came together yes. to vote against Dwight. Now, the ones that are kind of obvious are the ones that were from Coco, mm -hmm. and then the ones that were from Cody and Jesse. But the seventh vote, which was a kind of a surprise, Sammy. Sammy, Sammy. yes. Now, this is very interesting to me. And very unexplained in the episode of what's yes. going on. Yes, Sammy said, I don't know what's going on. And we're like, we don't know what's going on with your vote, Sammy. Like, <laughs> obviously someone spoke to him, but it's sure. very interesting to me because we saw Sammy seemingly on board with the Baka Vesi. We yes. saw him talking about wanting to work with them. And then at the vote showed up and then clearly something happened that we didn't see. And we don't know who would have talked to him because we haven't seen those bonds. So yeah. maybe Sammy, I don't know, prayed to Jesus and then saw Dwight's snuff be torched away and then yes. just changed his and, vote. And it seemed like that they, that like uh, Sammy's white seemed like that they were such good, like uh, so uh, friendly and vibing with each other uh, that Sammy goes and makes the switch. Now, Omer, what's interesting also is that Gabler was not one of those votes. 
And so Sammy Gabler, not not a pair, as uh, people might be thinking. So Gabler stuck with his uh, Vessi yes. Baca mm-hmm. lines. Interesting. Yes. Well, I think with a, if the plan is coming together so uh, on a short-term basis and you have to put all your reliance on Gabler after the previous <laughs> round, I don't know. Maybe it's best to just let him let him think what he wants, you know? Mm-hmm. But Sammy, Sammy's slithering in through all these alliances. Seems like he knows what's going on. I wish they would show that a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, you know, these things are happening very quick. You know, uh, like I, we don't know, like uh, whether they're hiding stuff from us or there's just like not enough time to capture like what's what's happening. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I hope like I get like a secret like two hours before tribal, like a big brother esque thing about you would like. Yes. Yeah, sort or of like some sort of confessional explaining why Sammy had his vote. Right. Because it's like I can infer yeah. that why Cody and Jesse flipped and how Coco got in because of like the Carla Jesse bond. Mm-hmm. But I just have the biggest question mark with Sammy. And in the preview for the next episode, I think it's Owen who says, oh, this seven, it seems like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and those were those those seven votes. Do we feel like that this seven will hold for even one vote, Mike? <laughs> it never holds for one vote. Trust it doesn't me. hold. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So what do, what do you think would be the most likely thing to happen? Do you think it's then we could we see potentially uh, like the old like pendulum where that could it be Cody and Jesse be the people that they could they switch back and vote uh, and vote with Baca against the people that they uh, that they turned on? So the next vote's going to be at 11. Uh, so I think that that would be uh, there were four people that were that were left out. Right. Uh, so if they switch back. Uh, they could. It's possible. It or do you think they're gonna, are they going to ride it out for a little bit? It is possible, but it's like people have been blindsided. Yeah. And this is like, I, I don't know. I'm just all going back to Janine. This girl's been blindsided twice in a 24 hour span. Yeah. Like being blindsided once is rough. Being blindsided twice. Like I'm, I don't know how that's going to happen back at camp people. Because remember Janine's like, okay, everyone's like, Janine, you're good. You're good. You're good. And then uh, clearly she's not good. She's so not good. I really feel as if there's, and like she was in shambles. Too. Oh, so sad too. And you're then very I have to come distraught back. about Janine. I'm, I know. No, it's like, she just got blindsided. It's super sad. And then she, everyone's like, you really don't worry. Like, we trust you. And then again, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know how I would have made it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I was never really the only blindside I had was the knowledge of his power existing. Right. So what a flex. <laughs> what a flex by Marianne. Never get blindsided. No. Must be nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I want to bring some more people up. Uh, we're sort of, we have a limited amount of space on the stage. Do you, that, uh, I feel like let's, we'll bring everybody back up when we do some questions from mm-hmm. uh, the audience. But any, anything else that, uh, any observations from the episode? I think the, the fact that this is a very fast paced game is very interesting when people get blindsided like Noel mm-hmm. and Janine because they don't have a lot of time to fix what went on. Mm-hmm. So do you then rely on the people that have stabbed you in the back but you may have a better rapport with or do you just cut bait? And I think that Jesse and Cody could be in trouble if they decide to um, throw them under the bus for being yeah. untrustworthy. What would you do? Would you work with people that stab you in the back? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you run out of people. You after do run a while. out of people. Yeah. But there's so many left right now. That's why they made a move at 11, and now Janine and Noel can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be flexible. I, I think that somebody somebody can burn you, and, and I feel like you, that you can you can talk it through, and I feel like you can't forget, but you have to be able to move past it. Yes. Like, that's why I know circling back to Janine yet again, but I, that's why I feel it's like for Janine, she's blindsided. But the thing is, she's now being blindsided two travels in a row. So it is very easy to just have an easy consensus vote and vote her out. So like right now, Janine needs to be very flexible if she wants to continue going and moving in this game, even though she's the one who has the most right to be the most bitter and vindictive. Okay. Mike, anything else? No, I just know that. Whatever you saw today, it's not going to stay the same. It's going to be different. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a given. That's a given. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll have you all come back at the end of the show. Give it up for Mike and for Omer, two of the greats from season 42. Are you having fun so far? I'm having a great time. I'm really enjoying this. Like, I'm, I'm gagged. Okay. All right. Well, let's bring up uh, two guys who always make it more of a party mm-hmm. whenever they're around. Mm-hmm. Please welcome up the internationally known Bryson Wendell. Woo! It's a purple pants. Hey, it's a purple pants. Hey, it's a purple pants podcast. That's all I know. Yes. Sorry. How are you? Ciao. Ciao, Bryce. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Yes. Oh, come on, Wendell. Oh, come on. Come on, Wendell. Smooth. Yeah. Yes, yes. Bryce just got back from a trip to Italy. Yes. Yes. How was that? Ciabello. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, any, any fun stories? I'm just, I'm pissed off right now. Why? Because I feel like this episode of Survivor really showcases why I'm single. Oh, because it didn't work out with Dwight and Jesse? Like, you know, I'm Dwight. You put your trust (laughs) in Jesse. Yep. Your island husband. Yep. And the second you turn your back. Mm -hmm. Right. Your slim petite back. Yep. (laughs) 
they throw a vote at you. Mm. But also, if I could just ask a quick question, because you know I like to just understand stuff. So the merge has happened. Yes. Mm -hmm. So would this potentially be the first merge boot, or would it be Ellie? I would say, well, let's, let me ask the audience. Okay. okay. All right, mer the merge boot this season. Is it Dwight by a show of applause? Is it Ellie? Yeah, I think it's Ellie. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going. That because I just saw Wendell is Ellie on Winners at War. Okay. Oh. Oh. Bryce, oh. Bryce, what is a merge? <laughs> I'm on Ponderosa. I don't know. <laughs> Wendell, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, always. Yeah, uh, very excited for uh, when, you know, we're having fun now, but we're going to have a lot more fun later mm -hmm. also. Yes, yes, yes. 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 It should be fun. Okay, uh, now I know that uh, you two always represent Philly, and one of your own Come is on. here in this season. Oh, wow. It was a big episode for James. <laughs> were yeah. you sweating, Wendell? James Jones. Give it up for James Jones, okay. please. Yes. Found an advantage. Give it up for the Phillies. The okay. Give it up for the Phillies. We, we've known James for quite some time, and these last couple episodes, he's had us shaking in our boots a little bit. I'll say that. You're nervous. Nervous, yes. Yes. When, when you saw that he found the knowledge is power, was that like, oh, no, oh, no, throw it back. Yeah, I, I was scared with him finding that, for sure. And you saw James's swagger change a little bit when mm -hmm. he got it. He's like walking like, you know, like, uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a different person. Sometimes well, I, we've seen it before. Yeah, what, what did he say about the, he said like, oh, well, I wasn't going to do it. But then I said, uh, you know, F it, it's Survivor. <laughs> yeah. he, yeah. turned, he turned into Meek Mills. He said, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought, thought I was finished? finished? <laughs> Okay, sorry. Yes. Oh, you know that, Robert? I, I, oh. I do now. I do now. Yeah. Yes. A Meek fan. Yes. Dreams and nightmares. Yes, yes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... We had an episode that was uh, uniquely structured, where we had uh, really the first half of the episode was the challenge, mm -hmm. uh, and then the whole second half of the episode was the strategy. Bryce, did you like that? I mean, I do. Yeah. Yes. I like I like a challenge. I like the strategy. Mm -hmm. How are you at challenges, Bryce? <laughs> Sorry, that's my last yeah. one. That's my, I don't know. Yeah. My, my track record yeah, Do you two need to renew one. your vows? <laughs> yeah. We you know, don't. Like, why, 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 why are you coming out? Hot like this. I'm sorry. sorry. I apologize. I was hoping you was going to sit me up here with Mike. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, Stacy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's interesting that the way the way that they do that, I, I thought it was. Uh, and look, everybody here was like real. I, I could feel the energy. It's it's always so fun to watch the challenges in a big group uh, like this. And uh, everybody seemed like re really into it. You know, in a normal episode, Marianne, we'd have the reward challenge mm -hmm. and the immunity challenge, and that would be like both like uh, each would like fill like a segment. We just got it like back to back tonight. Mm -hmm. I feel as if having just basically full challenge and then full strategy is what kind of feels the most like playing survivor because you know before you go to a challenge before you know who your immunity is you have kind of like you know your plan a and then if that happens like a plan b but until you know what's actually solid that's when the real strategizing starts that's when you're like i have all the variables that i'll know now and now let's figure out what it is so i feel as if having like a super chunk of challenge and a super chunk of strategy is like the most 
linear way of like actually getting into the game and experiencing the game, like how players might experience the game as well. Wendell, I kind of thought when we went into pairs, uh, I kind of thought there was going to be two immunity necklaces uh, that they were going to give. I was actually surprised when uh, like uh, Owen fell out and then they just gave uh, Gabler the one necklace. Like I, I thought that with that this many people, I thought maybe they would give out two necklaces. Yeah, that would have been fun and more interesting. I didn't think that, but yeah. Yeah. Well, but but it was also it was such a great episode in terms of like the, like the Gabler scene. I mean, it, mm-hmm. to me, this was reminiscent of Christian in David versus Goliath mm-hmm. up on mm-hmm. up on the thing. Bryce, uh, do you wish that you would have gotten a shout out from Gabler tonight? I mean, I would have loved it. Everybody, er- everybody, everybody got one. Yep. His dog. His Idaho. His Idaho. Dog. Alaska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boo boo on them. Yeah. Um, Marianne, did you know the record for this challenge? I feel like that you are such a, uh, a scholar of the game. I believe that the record for the challenge was 25 minutes. Yes. Is what I want to say. Uh, um, fact checker can check me on not that. Not the, yes. the time that I actually played Survivor. Oh. <laughs> Do you know Facts. who had the record? Ooh, I'm not that big. Jordan Kalish is going to kill me for not knowing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. We're doing it for Jordan Kalish this next minute. <laughs> I do not yeah. know who had the record, unfortunately. Is this Stephen Fishback? I mean, is it for Stephen oh. Fishback? Yeah. It's not, it was, I don't think Stephen Fishback uh, ever competed in this challenge. I, 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 Denise I, did, right? Denise did. Yes. I, know, I, know, I know Denise did. Um, so that the, the Gabler really, I, I thought had like a great episode, uh, in terms of like, uh, all of the, all of the, str- the content around Gabler that do you think that now we're seeing Gabler in a different light because now he's not just all about the conflict with Ellie. Yeah. yeah we're, we're seeing, we're seeing more from him. We're seeing yeah. who he's fighting for. Yeah. Not sleep. Yeah. <laughs> And if and and if you if anybody was asleep, he'd put a like a a, a fern on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you wouldn't be asleep for long. Yeah, um, Wendell, let me ask you something. And this actually was something that uh, Mike Bloom brought up on one of the podcasts this week. That he felt like that the situation with Gabler and Ellie was uh, not dissimilar from the situation with Chris and Dom yes. in yes. in Ghost Island. Do you see any similarities between uh, the conflict that is like simmering between two people? Yeah, there's no talking. There's no talking either one of them off of that. Like, I, actually, in, in our case, I think Dom could have said, you know, we'll put our differences aside and work yeah. together. And but, Ellie wanted to work with Gabler. Yeah. But then you have another party that is just like, I have to get this person out no matter what. And I mean, I tried to be the peacemaker with Dom and Chris Noble and we were hanging out on the beach and it didn't go too well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, I, I, I see similarities for sure. Yeah. Are you a Gabler fan, you Bryce? You know I love Gabler. Yes. But. But? I mean, if it's a Gabler or a Sammy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Sammy's the latter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy! Sammy, would you would you be in the Zaddy calendar, Sammy? Asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't don't do that. All right, all right. Let's get it. Let's get it together, guys. Okay. All right, Marianne, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm I'm right now just like reminiscing and pondering about the Ali Gabler. 
Like, Allie I, Gabler. Like, yes. are, we, are we liking hashtag Allie Gabler? Yes. Like he said, I'm going to be the Allie Gabler and I'm going to go and sink and no one's going to think about me. And I was like, okay, yeah, right. And then the episode ends. No one's thinking about Gabler from what our yeah. perspective is. Yeah. Like, I'm like, he followed through on what he's saying. Wow. It's like, he's now in the game. It's like, it seems like there's bigger fish to fry unless like maybe they want a consensus vote next time. So mm-hmm. Gabler... I really feel as if if Gabler makes it through next week, he might be in a good position to make a deeper run. And that's the beauty of Survivor. Could he make a winner run? Okay. So I was just telling Wendell on our ride over, I was like, I feel like Gabler's going to sit in the final three. Mm. As a person who has a viable chance to win, or do you think somebody. I sit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, Bryce, you're so good with branding. Okay. Do you like Allie Gabler? I mean, yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. I want to get to some more folks that are here. Okay. Uh, we'll have you all come back up at the end of the show, and we'll see uh, much more of you later on tonight. But give it up for Bryce and Wendell. Thank you. Thank you. Check them out. Talking Survivor on the Purple Pants podcast, Survivor hey. News. Survivor mm-hmm. News. Yes. Okay. Thank All right. You guys. Let's well, let's welcome back then. Marianne, would you like to make the introduction? Yes. I would like to introduce two people. My my content person who's like, content, content, film. And my person who is my island bestie. I would like to get Chanel and Tori up. And I'd love to hear their okay. thoughts. Chanel and Tori. Yes. Yes. Hi, Tori. You're you're content person. Could you explain that? What does that mean? Yes. Every single time I'm with Chanel, you know, I go and hug her, and then we're going to go and eat food. She's like, no, 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 no. Instagram gets the first shot. Like, this girl is the biggest hustler I see in my life. She works so hard. She's so, and she's so diligent and has such a great, like, report. Like, she'll go and she'll and she'll be like, no, I got to go get the content first. Like, she'll, like, she's her mind like she like she has a vision and she executes that vision and i have and and let's not even talk about tori's instagram too beautifully catered talks such about a thing that a lot of women struggle with disordered eating and is so vulnerable i love tori like these two women they use their platform in such a wonderful way and i love them so 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 much women supporting women we love to see it yes oh my gosh okay all right, uh, Chanel, gotcha. uh, what'd you make of tonight's episode? I thought tonight's episode was really good. It was really interesting. I do love the format of, formatting of it being like heavy on like the strategy after we see the challenges. I, I really enjoyed it. Tori? Yeah, I was a big fan. I think sometimes showing strategy before the challenge feels kind of like a waste of time. Mm -hmm. So I like that we got into it. And also, like, as a player, you really kind of do want, like, the predictable votes of, like, okay, just pick off Coco one by one. But as a viewer, that is super boring to watch. So, like, I love seeing people, like, get messy, things fall (laughs) apart, kind of things come out of nowhere where we're kind of blindsided, which leaves me excited for next episode of, like, all right, we need some pieces to be filled in. But, like, I love that as a viewer. Mm -hmm. Tori, can you talk a little bit about what it's like to come into the on in a tribe that might have some fractures, maybe not Grand Canyon sized, but certainly tribe with, certainly some, with, some, issues. Yeah, yeah. with some issues. No, yeah. definitely because like as a player, like I said, you want predictability. So like going into the merge, 
you want to stick with your tribe. Like it doesn't matter what beef you have, just go, go farther in the game because that's, that's how you can do it. Stick with people, go farther in the game. But people want to make big moves because they know they don't want people watching them and being like, that's super boring. Why are you guys just voting out Coco one by one? Like we want to see moves and people get greedy out there. Like people want to make a name for themselves. You don't want to be on Survivor just to like follow other people's leads, which is why I thought it was so brilliant when Jesse was like, I want other people to have a sense of agency. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Um, So yeah, it's scary going in with fractures, but you know, like the game's going to break open. And I think we saw that tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought was really interesting that there was a lot of talk from Cody and Jesse talking about like, oh, Noel, she's really like uh, trying to call the shots. And I feel like that that I don't feel like that I have seen that in the episodes. Do you do you feel like that that has been there, Marianne? I haven't personally seen that. I know that for sure the first tribal that Noel went to, she was blindsided. Then the second tribal, she was on the jerk. The Mike Blue mask name inserted there, and she came back. And then when you come back, you have very little time to strategize, as I understand from Chanel, who went on a journey before the tribal to end all tribals. And so it's really interesting to me because then we're sitting down, then we're hearing Noelle is calling all the shots. When all we've heard is Noelle being like, "I want James gone," and I find that such an interesting dichotomy because you have people being like, "I gotta take out Noelle." Noelle is calling out the shots when literally just the previous episode, Gabler was on the war path, being like, "I want to see Ellie gone." I want see Ellie gone but then mm-hmm. maybe it's because Gabler had that necklace on his neck that he did it's not getting that like that splash back but because Noel now is vulnerable people really wanted to take her out yeah I also thought it was interesting that it comes like on the heels of that Noel has like uh the, the really nice moment in the challenge where then everybody everybody comes to her aid but then I, I also like uh think about stuff like that for the players that are out there and like I wonder if, if anybody's saying like oh like Noel got like a like a really big moment like everybody mm-hmm. everybody loves her all right she She's probably got to go like we can't let we can't let her get much further because it's already like this is part of her story. I would want to speak against that because I feel as if as players, we all play and we all care about the game. But especially the way that the new era is and the people who are playing the game, we're very focused on the game. We've wanted to play that. And I don't think that like a singular moment would go and flip someone's strategy to go and then want to vote them out or just because of a moment. I think that. Usually when you want to vote someone out, there's some sort of narrative or reason why you want to vote someone out. Not a singular event, but many multiple different reasons. So I want to lean more onto the fact that maybe we haven't seen those reasons on screen about why people are saying Noel's calling the shots. But I wouldn't say that it's just that one event that happened at the challenge. That's my guess. Chanel, what about for you coming into the merge in a tribe where not everybody is on the same page? Yeah, I mean, I think the best, I kind of disagree with what Mike was saying about like pursuing other options. I think we saw it executed perfectly with Taku, (laughs) who decided like, uh, you know, maybe, I mean, they were strong, right? But we saw like an opportunity for cracks. Um, And you could, you could potentially try and build new relationships, but I believe in go with the devils that you know, right? Because you go into this new situation, you don't fully understand the dynamics of other tribes. You don't fully understand how other people are playing. And a 26 day game is so much quicker that you don't even have the time to learn it. So, um, yeah, I, I say you, you stick with your people. You know, this was uh, certainly a week where Jesse talked about like going for, okay, this, the easy vote could be, you know, to do this. uh, And then he decided to go with the much more complicated uh, vote. Marian, do you feel like that uh, should, should the players be shying away from taking the easy vote when it's this early on? 
I think that it all just depends on the position that you're in. Mm-hmm. I think that for Jesse and Cody, they seem that they were in a very good position, very good in the middle. And there's many more options for them to go and jump ship in that moment. I think that if you have maybe less agency, maybe you're really scrambling to get on the top, then you really want to go and take that vote. You really want to go and take that big risk because you need something to move. Because as someone said, whose name I forget, because I'm very bad, but chaos is a ladder, right? Yes. So if chaos is happening. Charisma. Charisma. Yeah. Cha- Perfect. Sorry, Karishma. Love you, Karishma. But if chaos is happening, there's a bitter chance that you're going to be on a next rung. But if you know, but if you're in a decent position, it's like chaos is a ladder. So you might be at the top of the rung. Chaos happens. Then suddenly you see Jeff just snuffing your torch. Yeah. Tori, who do you think is in the most danger next? I want to say Janine, but like, actually, I don't think so. Cause I think she can easily be picked up by someone. I think I don't want this to be true, but I think Jesse could be in danger if people see the game that he's playing. Like, I think he's playing a really brilliant game. Um, I think he's playing a game. A lot of people like would like to play by trying to stay in the middle, but yeah. if someone sniffs him out, yeah. he's going to be in a lot of trouble. I would not want to sit next to him. Yeah. But he also, uh, one of the things he talked about was like, okay, well, like this was Cody's idea. So he also has like the plausible mm-hmm. deniability of like, oh yeah, this was Cody's idea. I didn't really want to, this wasn't my plan. I didn't really want to do this. Um, if, if anybody asks, but, uh, I have a feeling that maybe because he seems more of like the, like the business person and Cody is Cody. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to be actually mad at Cody. Can we talk about how uh, at tribal council, like, uh, you know, Jeff, you know, he's, he's always looking for analogies. Uh, this, tonight, he was very specific. So, Cody, give me a surfing analogy. Like, I feel as if Jeff wanted to have the Jaws analogy said. So he's like, yes. so it's like, give me a surfing analogy. Just yeah. give me something. And then Cody gave his analogy. Yeah. Jeff's like, so you mean Jaws? Yeah. <laughs> Cody's like, uh, yeah, so I guess you could be like on the beach with the girls or get in the water. He's like, oh, like a shark. Like a shark. Jaws. You know Jaws? Like, da, 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 da. Anybody? Like, what? So that's, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because, you know, Jeff loves analogies, but I guess it's come to the point when he's like, okay, so I want an analogy, but this time give me like something beachy. It's like, okay, <laughs> this time I want an analogy, but this time let's make it about like skiing. So like Jeff's in like his like sporty era of analogies. Yeah. Did you ever get a request for a specific analogy? I know you had such a rapport with Jeff. The biggest one for me was that Jeff asked me what part of the game that we're in. And then this is when I said it's like Survivor Jenga, where it's like you take your pieces out. And I felt so good. Jeff was so happy. Like, I felt like I ate that. I'm like, this is the best analogy ever. It's like, everyone, I'm just like, this one's going to make air. And it did. So, like, I, I felt really gagged. I was so gagged. I was like. Nice. Chanel, anything else about, <laughs> about the episode? No, I thought it was really fun. I have a lot of questions. I thought it was really fun. I have a lot of questions. Thank you, Mother Marian. <laughs> She's so good. She's such a natural. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to see like what unfolds in the next episode and you know, just understanding the backstory to a lot of the things that we haven't seen yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming up and talking with us. Stand by. We're going to do questions from the audience. Okay. All right. I want to also welcome back up here uh, to the stage, of course, uh, somebody who has uh, a lot of uh, his mom in attendance here tonight. Mm. The one that got away from Marianne. Mm. Zach Wurdenberger is here. Yeah. 
Zach. Hi, Zach. We have somebody else here from Ghost Island who's celebrating uh, tonight some big news about the uh, Washington Commanders. Brendan Shapiro is here. And also here with us from Big Brother, Aza Wilson. Yes. Aza. Hello. Aza, so nice to see you. How are you? Here. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Um, for Zach, uh, yes. let me uh, ask you, what, what was your reaction to everything that went on tonight? Uh, my reaction to everything that went on? Yeah. Every single thing? Anything, any, any, any interesting <laughs> thoughts that you have? Um, can I say my favorite moment of the episode? Yes, please. My favorite moment of the episode was, hey, why aren't you applying to Survivor? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it was, all, it was almost like that Jeff was, it was like that the camera was rolling for like four or five seconds like it was a mistake. Yeah. And he's like, you already know what I'm going to say. I, I would love if as the season is going on, we see Jeff go, grow slowly more unhinged in these things. Like, I'm begging you, please. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're having a hard time finding people to be on Survivor. No, they're, they're getting great room. people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Jeff is being like passive aggressive about like, uh, like why? Well, like you're watching Survivor. Why don't you apply for it already? You know what I want. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, interesting. Um, Aza, have you been following this season of Survivor? I've been following coming to the watch parties. I just want to say, <laughs> yes. I, I um, you know, while having a margarita, enjoying, I'm enjoying the season as well too. But I love this cult. It's such a beautiful, awesome cult. I've always wanted to be a part of a cult. And um, <laughs> welcome. The Survivor cult is so cool. That's all I have to say. Um, but I think probably the moment that gripped me the most it was just this beautiful moment of Noelle. Um, you know, her struggling in that net, and I was just holding my chest and just crying. And then Jeff is like, "All right, next move." You know, I was like, "Come on, like, can we just have a little bit of time just to mull over that beautiful moment?" But beautiful episode, awesome mm -hmm. episode. Yeah, look, you gotta you gotta keep moving, <laughs> keep moving on Survivor. Brendan, uh, what's been your feelings on Survivor Forty Three? Well, clearly the Jeff's begging is working, I think, because we've, we've now had, I think, a couple of seasons in a row of great casts. Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about production decisions and all that kind of stuff, but ultimately I think Survivors is uh, won and lost on the cast. And they've just hit it out of the park the last couple of seasons. It's been awesome. And I think what makes a great cast is having some characters that are sort of villainous, but fun villainous, you know, mm -hmm. and where you've got almost everybody that you can root for. And I think that's where we are this season. You look across the board of who's left and, you know, you got a lot of people that you feel good about and, and want to root for to win the game. What was your reaction about Dan Snyder news today as one of the hosts of the surviving in front of your hometown audience? Okay. So, so for those of you who are Washington fans, I, look, I've lived a good life. Uh, I got to play Survivor. I've had two children. I got married, all these things. If this is real, <laughs> if Dan Snyder is going to be removed, his owner is going to sell the team, this will be a top 10 day in my life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Remember where we were. Yeah. 
Okay. When we were watching the episode that I had the uh, pleasure of standing by Zach and Marianne as they marveled at the challenge uh, that we saw in this episode, uh, both of you were so impressed mm -hmm. with the build uh, this yeah. season. Zach, could you speak to that a little bit? I hate the challenges. Uh, yes. yes. But I will say that I always love when they do something new. Mm -hmm. And as a, I feel like we don't see that very often, especially in the challenges. So to see a like three part challenge that turned into an endurance, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. And any time that Survivor can make me say that, I think is almost always a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marianne, that, uh, I saw it, that Jeff Probst uh, did an uh, interview with Dalton Ross yeah. uh, today, and they were talking about some of the things that they're doing uh, different for the challenges. What have you noticed that is going on with the Survivor 43 challenges? The Survivor 43 challenges, for many, many seasons, has been feeling like a little bit stale, but I really feel as if the challenges have been really refreshed. Like, I'm looking at the challenges, I'm like, this is a new challenge. This is something I haven't seen before. Like, the three-part stat challenge was great, and then I'm trying, I'm not blanking on other challenges or the one where they had to like climb up the thing and then you have Carla all bloody climbing up with like the two the stair puzzle and then the end puzzle like it's like what we're seeing in the mechanics of the challenges these are fresh new things and as someone you know a lot of people watch Survivor for the challenges and when you're like okay it's another the same challenge again like you know you're like okay well this is the best strategy but seeing the challenge department really going and having that second win is something so exciting as a viewer to see. If you watch Survivor for the Challenges, you got fed tonight. <laughs> you ate. You ate. Uh, I, I did like that they brought out a thing, uh, this mechanism of they said, okay, uh, you have to pick a partner uh, for this. Mm -hmm. But I was disappointed, and I understand why the players do it. I was disappointed with the, like, hey, let's, uh, let, let's pick uh, rocks out of a bag. Mm -hmm. Because uh, this is a throwback. Because this is something that uh, came up uh, in the, some of the early seasons in Survivor, uh, the Australian Outback. I think Survivor Africa also this came up where they let the survivors uh, pick a partner for their challenge and Jerry's like I pick Colby and like, well you can't just pick Colby <laughs> like and she's like why nobody ever said this game is fair I pick Colby Rob do you know what this was what this was the Festy Besties twist. Oh! <laughs> Survivor has Festy Besties. Ooh. New yeah. era. Only for, only for one challenge, though. Yes, and only for the first two stages. Then your besties are broken. Yeah. Aza, is there anything else that you see watching Survivor now that's very different from Big Brother? Well, I have to say, um, as one that was an incredible competitor on her season, a yes. comp beast, and the challenge, I would say, yes, yes, yes uh, I won pretty much almost every HOH I yes. played in, um, set records, you know, incredible history. Um, I, as one who had that, I, I, I have to say I was a bit unimpressed with these challenges. Big Brother's just so much more physical than yes. Survivor, yes. <laughs> you know, um, with the carnival costumes and the um, bright lights and bright colors. Uh, no, I, I just have to say, I, I love Survivor for the heart that gets shown. Um, I love how the cinematography just shows just the heart that in these players, them trying their best no matter what. I, I have to just bring up Noelle again. I was just so impressed um, with her never giving up. And just, it's just beautiful to see that on this season. It's so beautiful to see that on this show. And um, I just, I loved it. I loved it. And I'm, I have to say I'm a fan now. Okay. <laughs> Another one. All Thank right. you. Well, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Thank you. All I right. Love this call. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we're going to try something, okay? Uh, we're going to take some questions from the audience. Let's welcome all, let's have all the survivors, uh, all of our friends come, come back. Because you never know who's going to get a question, okay? And uh, we've given the microphone to Chappelle. Hello. If hey. you have a question, raise your hand, and Chappelle is going to do his best to get to where you are. Chappelle, how you do? How you doing out there? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Okay. Who got the questions? Here. All right. So see you. let's see you. let's get some questions, and then we I'll move I'll move around. If anybody, uh, whoever you have a question for, I can go to them on the panel. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. I, guess right. I see somebody that's near you right, right down in front. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do all that. Right. Don't disrespect me like that. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> What do you What's got, up? Chappelle? What's your name? Tommy Guam. This is Tommy Guam, y'all. Tommy Guam. This is different. This is family. Tommy Guam, what's up? How you doing, all right? I'm good. What's up? What's your question? Uh, I got two questions. Is that possible? Do your thing. If they're quick. Go, go for quick. it, Tommy. Uh, yeah. All right. Quick. Quickly. Real yeah. quick. We'll do it quick. Uh, just going back to the, giving the advantage to somebody. How about somebody ask you for your jacket and your, the advantage in the jacket? Okay, so yes. you want you basically want to have like an Angelina Beware advantage. Why not? Yeah, so you have to get do you have to get all the jackets or just one person's jacket? Maybe three jackets. Three jackets, Marianne. Three jackets. Like, how would that work? Yes. That, what, what, would you like that as a twist? Quickly. Like jackets is a twist. I think we got that kind of with the beads, you know? Where it's like you have to ask someone for the beads. So I've kind of seen it. So I think it'd be interesting. But no one's going to give you their jacket in the night. So it'd be a flop. Yeah. Tell you. Might be Rock funny when the person with two jackets no. is asking for a third jacket. Yeah. Why do you need so many jackets? <laughs> yes. It's all cold right. on Fiji. All just, right. uh, and just with Gabler sharing all those personal moments. Yes. Well, is that, is that, how, does that, how does that help his game? Is that like, do they like look at him now like more Ooh, personable? I like answer. Yeah, okay. Honestly, like I got emotional and I was crying and I think it's because of the edit, like I almost want to negate anything that good that Gabler did this episode because like I've seen the craziness and kind of the just not making sense that he was in the first couple of episodes, but it really pulled on my heartstrings. And I think if he had a different edit in the prior episodes, like I would have been like, heck yeah, look at Gabler go. He won that individual immunity. It's amazing. But we're all just kind of like, haha, that's funny. Good for him. Not really taking it seriously. Okay. Thanks, Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Hi. What's up? What's your name? Liz. All right, Liz. What's your question? Um, open for anyone. Liz has notes. Yeah. Tons yes. of them. Okay. Um, in this episode, you know, stage two of the challenge, Carla and Cassidy were the only female team out there and Jeff called them girls repeatedly. And I found that to be a little offensive. 
against all the other teams of guys. I'm just kind of curious now that Jeff has dropped come on in guys from his repertoire, if he may change that language in the future. I know we're in D.C., so it has to get political. (laughs) Do any of the women on the panel want to address that? No, no, Rob. Why don't you feel this one? I think that, at least for me, being called a girl, especially me being a young woman, that's not something that is as big for me, but I feel as if for each people, it's like people might feel different with terminology. So I can tell you that Jeff really cares, and if someone raised a concern, Jeff would raise that concern. So like if you go and Jeff really wants to learn, Jeff cares about the show. So I feel as if I want to give like the best um, intentions for Jeff, and I don't think he meant any ill will for it. So I feel as if in that situation, maybe he didn't know, but I can promise you Jeff is always willing to learn, he's always willing to grow. So if that was raised to him, he would respond and literally learn accordingly. Awesome. Thank you. Especially if a famous person told him. Right. Share that clip right there with Marianne to Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marianne's We got this. Okay. Okay. Oh, I didn't skip you. Hi there. Hi. All right. What's your name? I'm James. All right, James. What's your question? So my question is, we heard a lot this episode about the alligator, but personally, I think the Carla dial is the more dangerous beast. Oh, oh, oh! We've seen the importance of staying under the water until, you know, you make it to the end. Can the Carla dial make it to the end before people see the threat? Okay. okay. First off, Car- Carla Dial, you, you like that? Well, see it here. I am Bryce Isaiah from Down Under. <laughs> okay. And I predict or see the Carla Dial? What, what they Carla Gator. Yes. Okay. A fierce being, period. Go in. Well, that the... Carla Dial certainly uh, could make it to the end. I, I think the thing that was super interesting to me is that I feel like that Carla and Jesse, I feel like have been on these parallel tracks to get to this point in the game so far. I think they've had like very similar journeys. And I thought it was so interesting that they have seemingly linked up in the, in the game, uh, even though we didn't really get to see it, but based on what Jesse is telling us that they're on the same page, but I kind of don't see that they could get to the end together. I, I feel like that, at some point, like uh, they could work together now, but I feel like uh, that I, I don't see that as being a duo. That, that like they they both need different things to happen to win. That's not Jay Z and Beyonce. It's not it's not Jay Z and Beyonce to me. But I, I like the branding. Oh, we love that. We love that. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. You heard it here. If Carla is anywhere listening to this, cut Jesse. Yeah. Carla, wherever you are. Okay. I know you're not here, but if you were here and you were listening to this. Okay. Cut Jesse. All right. We got another question here. Hi, what's your name? Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Jill. And my question was coming into tonight with Dwight leaving with Janine's idol. What is the proper strategy to hold on to your advantage or to let someone borrow it with the chance that it might be leaving? Okay, which y'all smart asses. Let's say something. Come on. It's a good ass question. Let's popcorn it. Just go with uh, hold or borrow. I want to hear from everyone. I don't know. It depends on the situation. It's survivors are no, crazy. No, Jeff game. doesn't like that answer. You got to do either one or hold. Hold. Um, I pass it around. I think borrow. Okay. Pass it around to the most unsuspecting person. Mm-hmm. I'm team borrow. Borrow. 
I think uh, Jeff borrow, doesn't want that. Yeah. Just well, watch I, one I think, word. <laughs> I, I think that they had the right idea. I think too many people knew the plan. I think that I think that that was uh, the the issue uh, with that. Anybody? Anybody? Well, was it just me or was Janine like holding her hand like this? She was right. She was like holding her hand like this whenever he was getting all the votes. Like, bro, give it to me. Give it to me. We didn't see her him give it to her, so she tried. Yeah. What if she did and we didn't see it? Oh, we we'll get a flashback next week. Yeah. Okay. Here, let's see. Uh, Chappelle, let's do a couple more questions. All right, all right. Okay. All right. We got somebody right here. How are you doing? What is your name? Uh, Brendan. Uh, this is Brendan, y'all. This is Brendan Fitch. Fitzy. Yeah, it's Fitzy. What's up, Fitzy? What's the question? Uh, so, how intentional do we think it was that they gave the idol to Dwight and then he got taken out with it in his pocket? Was it an intentional flush of Janine's idol? Okay. Okay. All right. I, I think it was. I I think that Jesse was. Uh, you know, J Jesse and Cody were already talking about Dwight. I, I think it was a twofer. I, I think it was like, okay, we can get Dwight and then also get an idol out of the game. It would have been interesting if the if the idol went to somebody else. Would it have still been Dwight? I think that it was intentional, Dwight, and the flush was just made it all the sweeter. But it would have always been Dwight. But then it just so happened that he got the idol out, and it was a two. Like it made it sweeter that it's like we're really gonna get Dwight this time. Mm -hmm. I think that might put uh, Cody's idol in a little bit more danger for Mr. James out there because the one he probably would have taken it from is now gone. So mm. that sucks for Cody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gable still has his idol. <laughs> That's not an idol. And the thing with the knowledge is power. And is, again, there's so much that we don't know. But the the way that, it, like, the, the person with the information that had the information about the beware advantage was, it was the people from Baca. Carla kept, was nobody else knew mm -hmm. what was going on there. So it's possible that James doesn't know that Carla actually has, the, has that idol. And that also, Cody also has that idol from, uh, from the beads. But the Baca people did have that information. And how much have they passed out that information to other people? We don't know. All right, good question. All right, who's next? Okay. A young lady right here. Yes. Hi. <laughs> I understand. He's like David Pumpkins. I understand we met earlier. You're our tour guide, yes. All right, at the oh, Smithsonian, y'all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, patrons, if you did, if you hunted some scavengers today, you might have met our uh, next question right here. Okay, what's your name? So I'm Takia. Yes, yeah. and what do you do? So I do a lot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I might have warrants. I don't. Um, this is we don't have to oh. talk about that. I'm just playing. You bring up warrants, and we both gotta leave. Yeah. No, I, I just work for the government. Oh, never mind. All right, next question. <laughs> no, obviously. All right, okay. What you got? So um, we all know the genius that was Marianne in last season Talk when she pulled oh. out all of her idols okay. and said I was the only one who kept them a secret. Yeah. So we know that keeping your idol a secret is yeah. one of the best like golden rules. What is a golden rule that we as watchers may not know? Yes. Okay. That's, again, all right. from the History Museum, y'all. All right. You can hear that in numbers. That's all right. Marianne, since you are the person that has the, go the most golden rules... So what is a golden rule that players have that we don't know as viewers? That's the question. Yeah. Hmm. I think that the golden rule is that 
Yeah, I'm going to give it over to Zach. No, <laughs> yes, Zach, Zach, that's what we want to know. From. I think yes. one that you wouldn't think about is the fact that it is a TV show and there are cameras and you can watch the cameras. And if you're looking for an idol and the camera people just start walking away from you, mm -hmm. there's probably not an idol there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wendell, do you, have a, do you have a secret to your success? Well, I do have something that I tell people if they might happen to go out on the island. Okay. You know, I, I just tell them to make sure that they just continue to check in with everybody on the island mm -hmm. at all times. Don't like think you're cool, then all of a sudden you mm -hmm. and Nick and Michelle get blindsided and you go <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, so make sure you check in. Anybody that's gonna go out there, make sure y'all Okay. Mike, do you have a tip? Never ever go off alone while there's a group talking. Mm -hmm. Ever. Mm -hmm. Ever. It, and if you want to see yourself on TV, speak in, in the form of uh, shark analogies. That, that oh, I, uh, yes, very good. I, uh, okay. Rob, right. I also have a right. one. Uh, don't risk your vote. <laughs> don't risk your vote, yeah. <laughs> uh, make it past the first vote. <laughs> if you can. If you can. Okay. All right. Ch uh, Chappelle, where are you at? I'm hiding. Okay. Okay. We got how many more you want to do? Let's do one more. All right, one more, one more, one more, one more. Hi there. I saw you. Yeah. What's up? What's your name? Olivia. Olivia has a question, y'all. Okay. Olivia, what's your question? Um, I'd like to hear everyone's winner picks. All right. Put them on the spot. Win All right. This is this is now we got action. Y'all was talking a big game now, but let's say Carla was in the room. Sammy was in the room. Okay. Cassie might be here. Yeah. Or, or let's not say that. Oh, yeah. whatever. I yeah. said maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah. Bro, Rob, who's your winner pick? <laughs> well, it, was, it was Ellie. So. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah that was, oh, yeah. tough break, Bryce. Yeah. I, I'm going with the curmudgeon, Owen. Okay. Okay. Uh, hopefully, uh, Owen's not here to hear that. Yes. Yes. Aza, uh, you have a winner pick? What one is this? Kyla has my heart. And, and she has ours. Yes. All right. Before the season, I picked Ryan, but I'm thinking Carla. All right. Turncoats. So last week I was talking with my friends Dalton Ross and Rick Devins. Okay, name drop. Pick that name up though. And I, and I went on record as saying I think it's either Carla or Owen. It's one okay. Of those Carla or Owen. Uh, All yes. right, Stan Mike Turner, do you have an opinion about who's going to win the game? I don't think he's going to win, but I think it'd be funny as hell if Gabe won. Wow. Yeah, yes. Funny. We do love comedy. Marianne. All I'm seeing is Owen proposed to his now fiance, Tommy proposed, and Nick proposed, and now you're seeing Owen propose? All right. I don't think it's love, All I right. think it's money. Yeah. Ch Ch Chanel, what we got? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking either Owen or Carla. We'll All see. right. Oh. Right. Uh, Omer, pass the mic, please, to someone who we... <laughs> All right. How Omer. dare you? Omer, go ahead. Um, I my preseason preseason pick was Jesse, and he's still there and doing well. So I'm gonna stick with that. Yes, Zach, you better work murder. My pick was also Jesse, and my pick is still Jesse. Oh. All right, okay. Wendell. My pick is Carla. Oh. Yeah. All right. And for the record, my pick is James. He okay. might not be here to hear that, but James, supremacy. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. Haters. Hey, right. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Chappelle. All right. You're welcome. Uh, Ariel, who was very instrumental in helping us plan this event. And Mike Christensen down here also as well. What, so, Ariel, what's going on? So, I got word from Jordan. 
I, I texted Jordan Kalish, and what I found out was that there were five winners of this challenge. They were Denise, Carter, well, look at me doing trivia. Oh, okay. All right, Denise, Carter, Monica, Mama C, and Mike Holloway. And the winner, with video proof, yes. was Carter. He beat Jeff Kent. Carter, great job. So Carter can't even have anything? Okay. All right. Um, thank you for that. And thank you to Jordan. We're doing it for Jordan Kalish this minute, mm -hmm. okay? This is the minute for Jordan Kalish. All right. Um, anything else around, about tonight's Survivor that we want to make sure we get on the record here tonight? It was a great episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I love how... Unfortunately, when Dwight was blindsided, I knew why he was blindsided because the pieces were there. I wasn't confused. I was like, ah, ah, you know, yeah. not, ah, ah. Okay. Um, I will have an exit interview with Dwight coming up on uh, the podcast tomorrow morning. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll ask Dwight about everything that went on uh, from this episode. Of course, uh, that we are all here together live, but Stephen Fishback was live with PG Law for the know-it-alls tonight. Woo! So uh, be sure to check that out uh, on, on the way home or sometime this weekend. I'll have a feedback show also with Ali Lasher this weekend to get into all of your questions about uh, this week's Survivor episode. All right. Uh, real quick, uh, before, because I know we got we got places to go, right? Oh, yes. You know we do. <laughs> All right. Uh, for everybody that's, that's here, uh, Wendell, uh, what's, anything uh, you got com coming up? Oh, um, well, whoever's going to the after party, it's at, proper tw it's at proper 21F across the street. Make sure when you get inside, Get a ticket. We have raffles. We're going to give away giveaways all night. So okay. that's what I got going on. All right. Okay. Zach, Omer. Uh, if, if you guys had a great time at this event, uh, be sure to email Rob and Mike to thank them. <laughs> <laughs> Best method of contacting me for sure. Yeah. Omer? No, I'm just enjoying my free life and enjoying Survivor again. So. Okay. No. Chanel? No, I have nothing. Okay. We'll say Marianne for the end. Mike? Life is good, man. That's it. Life is good. Bryce? Yes, I'm so excited to be here, and I can't wait for the after party. And you know Bryson went presents. We are on tour. So we'll be in Boston next week. We'll be in D.C. in the finale in L.A. So listen, I hope to see some of y'all here, baby boy. <laughs> Aza? Thank you for the invitation. I'm sorry I got makeup on your jacket. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about Aza. Okay, we're not going to worry about that right now. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I just want to say, if you love watching Survivor, you love being critical, I'm like, oh, I would have done that differently. Freaking apply. Do it. You yeah. heard Jeff. We you know what I want. You guys are super fans, so do it. You never know. Adventure of a lifetime. And Brendan? Well, I, I got to be teaching ninth graders in like six hours, so let's get to the party. Okay. All right. And... Let's give it up for Marianne. What a great co-host. This was so fun for me to get to do the podcast uh, with, with you. You did such a great job. Thank you for taking the opportunity on me and believing I could speak in one time speed. Yes, yes. No, you're, so, you're such a natural, and I am so in awe. You know so much about Survivor that it's, that it's incredible. Pack? Yes. I'm coming for you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, great job, Mary. Anything you want to tell people to check out? Um, 
be kind to one another. Oh. Um, be compassionate to one another. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, Jesus is watching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Love also, one I do another. want to thank, though, Sam Moore, who's behind all of this. Like, yes. so amazing. Like, Survivor players are the most people in the world like we're like flaky flakier than a crust and he just wrangles us so well just, just takes care of us takes care of Rob like that like basically Rob be like let's do this Sam, let's like, let's like it it Sam yeah, is amazing yeah. and deserves all the flowers okay thank you Sam okay all right. Uh, thank you all for coming out to see us. This was an amazing crowd. Thank you for again. I sincerely thank you so much for your patience. Uh, for if you're listening to the podcast, there were some tech issues earlier tonight. The crowd did not riot, which we is always appreciated in this town. Okay. There was no coup. Okay. Thank you all so much. You've all been amazing. I've had so, uh, such a nice time getting to talk to so many of you. Can't wait to see you all at the after party. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.